they didn't have time to repent and ask forgiveness of their sins, mm-hmm. that they he strongly believed that them children unfortunately mm-hmm. went to hell. That's right. But I'm just going to talk from Vic's perspective, right. not not biblical. The Bible says we are born into sin. Right. That miscarried baby, that aborted baby, is not born into anything. And the Bible says, God says, I knew you before I formed you. Right. You know, he already had that godly co- connection. You know, and I said, I don't want, we can't, if, if y'all want to, we can study this out next week and I can show y'all in the Word. But, but you know, that, that you know, that's what you got to look at. That, that, that child wasn't born into sin yet. Uh, you know, he had no, you know, but, but then if you, but, you know, when people say that, they're kind of two faced because then they turn around and tell you, too, you know, a child, they say 12 years is the age of accountability, you know, you know, before he knows right from wrong. So he'll say, well, that child really can't get saved till he's 12. Well, what if he dies at 11 and a half? You know, you can't, you can't, God's too, too loving, too caring. You can't, you can't put him in a box with that kind of. Huh? So people get, uh, are so happy when people go to hell. I never figured that out. You know, preachers, Christians, I mean, they get it. They, they, well, he got what he deserved. Well, no, he didn't. He getting something he had no idea he was fixing to get. That he was blinded to. And, you know, because you're talking about them billions of years in torture and torment that never ends. You know, it, it, it's when you, when, you, when, you, when you sit down and have a rational thought about your life versus eternity, it becomes a simple decision to, 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 to live right because, you know, you're really not giving up anything, you know, to be tortured for, for, for eternity versus, you know, living with God for eternity. That's, that's the real choice. All right? The teaching of your God. And we're going to do a lot of skipping, like I said. We, we, we hit this pretty hard last week. So I'm going to just do some, some skipping and, and, and some reading and then I... I have some facts for y'all when we get on over a little bit. So, so the entrance of the gospel into the pagan world that came in inevitable con- collision of values over the sanctity of human life. The value of women, the treatment of the weak, the care of the sick, and the worth and protection of children born or unborn. Wherever human sacrifice was performed, the center of the gospel would bring the practice to an end. The case of the Roman Empire, it was the Christian faith that caused the practice of infanticide, the killing of little children, to disappear. Also, to the killing of unborn children through restrictions had at the times had been enacted over the issue of parental rights. That was widely accepted in practice, but with the coming of the gospel, the killing of children, born or unborn, was challenged. The early Christian writer Lactantius wrote this of the pagan world's murder of his children. They either strangle the sons born from themselves, or if they are too pious to expose them, can those persons be considered innocent who expose their own offspring as prey of dogs? Then he said here a little bit later, So they commit murder before they bring forth, as these things assuredly come down from the teaching of your God. So abortion, you know, is kind of a, a taught thing. Chapter 24, page 103. So we're going to hit some highlights here and want to get to this next chapter. Moloch in the Soviet Union. The end of child and human sacrifice was replayed in every land where the Christian faith prevailed. But if those nations and civilizations turned from that faith, 
what would happen. The dark principalities would return. The ancient blood fury would be revived and the slaughter of innocents would begin anew. It's no accident that after renouncing Christianity, that which would be known as the Soviet Union became the first state to legalize the killing of unborn children. It did so in 1920. I didn't realize it was, it was so early. Soon after coming to power with its legalization of abortion, years later, out of concerns for population growth, the law was temporarily reversed before being restored again. It is revealing that it was the godless and anti-Christian Soviet Union that was the first modern world to revive the ancient horror. It is going to talk about Germany here. In the case of the other demonically anti-Christian power of the 20th century, Nazi Germany, the issue of child sacrifice is more complex. The Third Reich, which was first concerned with its conquest of proliferation of a master race. That's what Hitler wanted, a master race. He thought blonde-haired, blue-eyed people was a master race, and then he tried to do away with, 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 with everybody that didn't fit that mold. And he even you know, paired people together to try to breed to, to, to get that, to get that uh, master race. Therefore, it was opposed to abortions as much as they affected German or the Aryan birth rates. But the Nazis were servants of the gods and ministers of human sacrifice. The blood fury came out in their obsession with slaughtering the sons and daughters of others. Moloch was especially interested in Jewish children. In ancient times, he'd killed thousands of them, and now his spirit would cause one and a half million to perish to death. It, it's amazing how, how everything that goes on in this world either goes after the Jewish population or the Christian population. And if you think about it, it's these demonic spirits behind it. You know that's what they're, 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 they're going after. All right? From Baal to Moloch. <coughs> Page 104, I'm sorry. The gods of the dark trinity had worked together without Baal laying the, could not have worked together without Baal laying the groundwork, moving the nation away from its biblical foundation. The idea of taking a human life in the image of God would have been unthinkable, but that foundation had been broken. So too the pagan blurring of distinctions as in the bullhorn images of Baal had weakened the line between human and animal and while it perhaps <coughs> elevated animal life, human life was devalued. I, I did a little look here. Do you realize that if you kill an elephant, you get more time in jail than if you kill a person? That's, that's kind of upside down, man. And uh, If you kill an elephant, it's life in prison and a $500,000 fine. Now, I, I, when I read that, I just had... If you put me in life in prison, I can't pay no fine. I mean, why, why you got a fine if you're going to put me in life in prison? You can't, you know. And, uh, and, and man, if you go on, if a, person, uh, a manslaughter can get from 2 to 20 years. If you kill an eagle, it's mandatory 5 years and $250,000. So it, 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 child abuse in Alabama, you get from 1 to five years. And that's Alabama. That's not everybody else. Well, the other states go from one to ten. It ain't a whole lot of difference. You know. But if you do something to an animal, and I wonder, and I could, you know, when you get into this stuff, these people that control Google stay away from, you know, 
I, I want to find out what, you know, you hear about animal cruelty and them taking animals, but you can't find the penalties and, and, and the things about that stuff because I, I will bet it's more severe than, than anything you would do to another, another human. Isn't that so? You know. Google is not a code of law, and that's just like uh, the politicians or whatever. They can get outside of them in the courthouse or anything. As long as they're not swollen, they can say anything, and then yeah. I mean, it's, it doesn't matter. I mean, it's, I used Google. I was trying to find some statistics to find out, you know, what, you know, if they get you for animal cruelty, what is the? Does anybody know? No idea. You know, but they, but it still goes back. You were talking about Hitler a little while ago, back in uh, around World War One. Uh, many of the uh, world leaders, especially in the U.S., they talked about appeasement and basically mm -hmm. if they, oh, yeah, he wanted it, he wanted Poland, he wanted Austria, he kept on going. Oh, we just let them have this and let them have this. And that's what we're doing, you know, with with the animal cruelty, with all these extra rules. We, you know, some, you know, somebody that just, they're just talking because, like the green people, they're yeah. scared of, they're scared of the world coming to an end because of running out of resources, of whatever their rationale is for each individual one. Mm -hmm. But we're giving them clout by listening to them. Yeah. Let me, let me, okay. Well, what marks he, he made me think about something. That's what they worried about. They worried about us running out of stuff. Well, it's called natural resources for a reason. Natural resources, God fixed the planet where it automatically resupplies. You don't run out of natural resources. You know, we're not going to run out of water. What happens to water? It evaporates, it goes up, makes clouds, it rains, it comes back. You, you, I mean, from every how long this planet's been here, people drinking the same water. It just keeps keeps going going right 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 around. But you the know. worst we can do to it is what we do to this planet to taint it. Uh huh. No, no, we should we should do our best to protect and 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 keep things clean. I mean, I'm not yeah. throwing all that out. I mean, we should. But when the earth becomes more valuable to us than God, then we upside down. You know, it's our responsibility to be good stewards. Be good stewards of the earth, be good stewards of your job, be good stewards of your family. Everything that you're in charge of, it's your responsibility for God to be a good steward of that, whatever it is. You know, and, and how farmers get a bad rap of trying to destroy the land, I never understood. If we destroy the land, we're killing our own livelihood. It makes no sense. Our job, the better we take care of the land, the more productive it is and the better for us uh, in there. But always remember that, you know, that's why the earth... It's created in, in, in the middle like it is. It's going to continue to generate natural gas, petroleum. All that's going to continue. It's never going, going, going to run out. Because every time they think they're close, then they find this big, huge deposit of oil somewhere else, and it just continues. Go ahead, Eric. Well, that's what I was going to say. Uh, I heard a pastor the other day who was preaching. He said, you know, oil, the government, everybody says it's a fossil fuel. He said, it's not a fossil fuel. It keeps replenishing itself. And I yeah. hadn't studied it to... Yeah. to you know, find out where he's getting this. I, I, I never thought about it. You said that. I wonder why they do call it a fossil fuel. Because it didn't come from, I mean, it ain't, it ain't the fat from the dinosaurs that's squeezed into the earth. I mean, that's that, what he was you know, it, it's, 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 a natural, it's a natural resource. So whatever you deem a natural resource, I mean, it's designed by God to continue to. You think about the sun. It was the first thing created. It ain't never burned out. Where's it getting its energy from? You know, it's not expanding or growing. It's just... It's set up where it's... Go ahead, 
The oil is almost like an aquifer, like what we have here at water. That's right. Is that the? We've been with the work, we refine it and everything. That's one of our jobs, too. Yeah, that's exactly right. I ain't never worried about the sun burning out. I mean, I mean, it looks like they would be equally worried about mine and one, depending on the other. Yeah, the sun burns out, we in real trouble. Hanging up where it's at. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's, it's a rational argument. I mean, you just, for everything you, you have a solution for, or you, but, or you just judge, now they come up with something. You know? And we're going to get into this in these, these later chapters, but it's just a. That, that this demonic spirit Baal causing this fear, and, and then when you really you should look this up too, because uh, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk about this trans and all in the next chapter, but all this stuff that these green people and green, the the people who believe that are are minuscule percentage of the population, you know not I mean like I'm talking about less than a half of one percent. But yet they dominated and, and taking the world off of this cliff when they are, they are a minute percentage of the people. So why is the 99 point something of us just laying down, just letting them rough shot this whole thing? All right, page 107. We talked a little bit about a, can a woman forget last week, so we'll skip that and go... Music to kill by. The Greek philosopher describes the music that would accompany the sacrifice of children and its purpose. And the whole area before the statue was filled with a loud noise of flutes and drums so that the cries of the wailing should not reach the ears of the people. In one sense, music represented a civilization celebration of child sacrifice so too, under the spell of Moloch, when we sent, we have sent not only the return, seen not only the return of child sacrifice, but a civilization that celebrates the act. I started doing some research here. They making shirts that say, now "Think about this when I say this." Making shirts that say, "Thank God for an abortion." <laughs> How you? How you put that together? And this one woman had a shirt that I looked up. Says I've had 21 abortions. She, I'm like, oh, why are you advertise? I mean, what about birth control? I mean, why you know why you got to go to that that extreme? You know, another one says I enjoyed my abortions, and you know, but but the furthest thing goes, the more deceived and twisted. I mean, people people get. I mean, they they take they take pride in it. You just can't fix stupidity. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, and I, when I seen this loud music, I have to think, you know, it wasn't a year or so ago, you know, somebody put out a, a video. Uh, I want to show it in here, but I just I just didn't have the backbone to show it. Uh, uh, about how an abortion is really done, how it's really, I mean, it was. It's crucial. It's, uh, you've seen it too, then. It'll open your eyes of what really. And I don't know how somebody that does that one time could ever consider doing it again. You know, and I'm sure because they anti-abortion, they probably played it up a little, you know, a, a little bit too. I think they ought to. Play you ought to Google that, you know, about about that process if you had never seen it, if if you're interested in it. I think they ought to play that video before everybody goes in wanting one, on, especially that first, very first one. Okay, this is what yeah. we tend to do now. Yeah. This is how it, this is how it goes through. My question is: Does the doctors who actually perform the abortion, you think he has to answer to that when he get, when he passes? I would say so. Without him, it's not possible. That's his choice on whether or not he does it or not. 
Yeah. Mm. But but what you got to remember, and, and this is a, a, one of the hardest parts about Christianity is you, you you must pray for those people and you must forgive them and you cannot get in strife. Whether you you like the president, you dislike the president, whether you you know, this, these abortion doctors, all the when you see it on TV, you can't let that anger come here because then, then you're playing into their hands because the Bible says where there's strife and contention, there's every evil work. So when you get in strife and get aggravated and mad at these people, you open the door wide open for, for the devil to knock your lights out. You know, he's going to come in and he's going to mess with your family, your children, your job, your money. You open the door wide open with that strife. And that's the, 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 there's one thing that you're required to do as a Christian takes care of everything else, and that's called the love walk. You have to stay in love and unforgiveness no matter who it is, what they did, what they said. None of that has to matter because when you get into that, all this stuff you believe in God for, you can just put a big old X on it. Never going to happen. You're out, of, you're out of line. And if you're out of line... Bad as God wants to, He can't help you because you're outside of His Word and, and the way He set the procedure up. And it's a big lump to swallow. It's a big lump to swallow. But we have to do it. We have to stay in front of our mind. I cannot let... Because in spirit world, you know, there's no little sin and big sin. When you do this, in God's eyes, you just as equal with them. You know, you're on the same level with them spiritually when, 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 when you allow that thinking and you allow that action... And, and, and allow that to happen. And it's hard. We all got to practice it. You know, but then we got to say, Lord, forgive me. You know, I, I, I let that person, you know, get under my skin. I, I let what I saw make me, make me mad. That's why it's better. You know, I just get my news from the headlines on the phone. I don't, I don't listen to it no more. You know, I want to keep up what's going on in the world, you know. But all the news media is going to do is, is and, and, and there's some good people out there. I'm not knocking them. But it's mostly fear-mongering. They're going to tell you about bad stuff after bad stuff after bad stuff, see? And then that gets you frustrated with Mr. Biden. It gets you frustrated with Ms. Pelosi. It gets you frustrated with the head of the Fed, you know? And, and then you're playing, we're playing right into the devil's hands. He takes all of your spiritual authority and all of your power when, when, when you get into strife and aggravation. Well, it's, yeah. hard for, it's hard for our father, too, because like you said, I, and this is just Duke thinking, it's... You know, he knows where we're coming from as far as our faults like that. But like mm -hmm. you said, he's got to be just in his word. And he's, That's right. you know, it's, he's got to hold you accountable mm -hmm. for that. Because every promise says, you do this, I'll do this. Right. See, and then when we do what we're talking about, we're not doing the first part so that he's not obligated to do the second part. See, and that's what you got to realize. We all want to do what we want to do, and and then want God's blessing, but it don't it don't work like that. You got to fill in the first part to get to the second part. <coughs> and I said it's 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 that's why if it was easy, everybody would do it, you know. But you got to decide that thing you believe in God for, that thing you want from God, is it more important than you being upset with them? Is it more important than you being aggravated with them? Is it more important than you running your mouth? putting them down you, that's what you're deciding it's more important for me to vent this and try to get back at them than it is for me to get what I'm believing God that's what you do you're selling out what you're believing God for for a few minutes of self-fulfillment well 
It's, it's a hard lump to swallow. That's why we constantly have to repent. Because what happens? Once we, once we allow it, then we, we've let that seed get inside of us. All right? Everything in the kingdom of God is by seed, time, and harvest. Right? So when that seed gets in, it works the same on, 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 on the devil's side as it does God's side. So when that seed gets in, what's he going to do? The devil's going to send somebody to water it. See? So when you put seed in ground and you put water, what's going to happen? And the next thing we know, we days, weeks, months, years down the road, and we like, what is going on in my life? Why is all this happening to me? Just trace all the way back till you got that seed and then let it get watered. Because once you start, you ever, you ever, you ever criticize somebody? Hmm? The first time when you criticize somebody, you, you, you feel a little uneasy about it, like, you know. But you never notice the more you criticize that person, the more you will criticize that person. Next thing you know, they can't do nothing right. All you're doing is looking for something to criticize them. Now, Miss Karen can do it, and I'm all over her. Miss Amy do the same thing, but I ain't been critical of her, and I won't acknowledge it. Don't you think that's like any sin, even though we talk about abortion, the more they do it, the more numb they that's get right, to that's it. That's right, that's right. It's seen as like in general, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. It, ain't, it ain't just... It's, it's, I mean, after a while, they don't see any wrong in mm-hmm. it, even though we look at it. Mm-hmm. And like that I mean, daughter. it is wrong. Yeah. He's, got, he's got hard to it. That's right. He's seen it, he's been through it, and it just don't phase him anymore. Whatever your occupation is, you've done the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, you become so accustomed to it till you just kind of sleepwalk through it. It's you like you, 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 you start looking, like the doctor, you know, you start looking at wrong, right, conscious, whatever, but then you get so numb to it, Tori, then you start looking at, well, this is, this is my paycheck, mm-hmm. you know. That's right. You know, whether it is wrong or right, it's my paycheck, so I got to do it. And also convince yourself anything you want to convince yourself. That's right. That's right. Talk yourself into it, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yep. And we won't say something times so bad that we'll compromise our values to get them. But you know, the Bible says whatever we compromise to keep, we'll eventually lose because we've got it the wrong way and we can't hold it. You know, That's why I, I tell everybody be careful about stealing. Be careful. You steal times and you don't even know you're stealing. When you, when you put, when you pad those numbers on the income tax or you at work and you need a bolt or a nut and you say, well, it ain't no big deal. That's stealing. That is stealing. You have to have moral excellence for your faith to work. Without moral excellence, your faith don't work. And the Bible says whatever you steal, you'll lose seven times. So you stole a 50-cent bolt, but something else is going to happen because you were $10 something. See? So stay away from it. It's not worth... You know, there's nothing wrong if you go to your boss and say, Hey, so-and-so-so, and he says, Yeah, then that's all good. You know? But stay away from doing unauthorized things because it will cost you more than you think you cost because remember we're not dealing with what we see in the natural we're dealing in the spirit level see yeah. everything we do is in the spirit realm not in the natural realm things happen in the spirit and then we see them in the natural see and then when we see them in the natural that's when we react but it's too late it's already developed in the spirit world see all that spiritual law, we begin to break that spiritual law. We get outside of God's protection. We get outside of His Word. And then when we need Him, we've got to spend all our time cleaning up to get back over here. And then it's too late. Most time things have already developed beyond our control because it took us too long to get cleaned up and get back. We only want to use faith when we're in trouble. 
But you, but that faith is a lifestyle. Every day, all day. See, have moral excellence. Have virtue. Be honest. Sometimes you're going to have to swallow your words and swear to your own hurt. You told him you was going to do it. <clears throat> Suck it up. Absorb the cost and do it. Because you said you was going to do it. Because if you can't believe your own word, you'll never believe God's word. you got to have faith in your own word to have faith in His word. If you ain't good as your word, you'll never believe His word and get what it says. My children, sometimes I tell them, say, you know, I know daddy's SOB. I, I, I own that. But you can ask my children, I'll never ever lie to them. I'll hurt their feelings, but I won't lie to them. Don't ask me if you don't really want to know. Now, you can't, I don't try not to do it. In years past, I do it dogmatically, you know. But, but you know, and that's why Angie, you know, she puts on that dress. She don't say, what does it look like? <laughs> don't ask me if you love me because I can't. That's a lie. See, what I'm believing God, you, you sound like it, but, but it's the minute thing. What does the Bible say? It's the little foxes that spoil the vine. The little things, see, that you don't even realize you're doing that, that, that's holding you back in God and, and getting where you want to be in God. It's those little bitty things like that. You know, you have to be honest with each other, you know, with, with people. And you don't want to be dogmatic. You don't want to hurt their feelings. But if you say, hey, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do it on this day, then you just got to pull up your bootstraps and get it done. You know, your word's on the line. See? We need a break check sometimes. I mean, we, we're getting a cycle where we get to running, and you know, our life is so fast paced that we, we, we change, we, we do little changes until we need to stop, just stop and say, okay, you know, get back to, you know, you know basically recenter ourselves. And it's a growing process. I mean, you're going to make mistakes from now until we leave here. I mean, don't, don't, don't leave here condemned and saying, well, you know, I can't ever get this. You, you got to ask God for help to, to, and, and begin little by little. And when you recognize it, correct it, repent of it, and go on. Because we do so much, and, and like I said, become so counseling. We say things, do things and, but out of habit and, and second nature that we don't even realize we're doing. And, and it takes God to begin to point those things out to us and help us little by little begin to correct. You're not going to go from where you are to what we're talking about in these last five minutes. It's a process. Don't When you mess up, don't get upset about it. Just say, Lord, I'm sorry I messed up. Forgive me. And that's what it says. When you say that, then he'll forgive you. And just move on like it never happened. Because in his eyes, once he told you that, once you repented and said, Lord, I'm sorry I messed up, he erases. It's gone. The only way he's going to remember is if you keep bringing it back up. See? But then we feel guilty and we don't want to talk to him because we feel like we disappointed him. But remember, he's forgotten. He's done wiped it off. See, you're the only one remembering it. So just go on, forget it. It takes a little while for your emotions to help you move on because you feel bad, you feel guilty, you feel like you disappointed them. You know, it takes a little while to get all that fixed. You know, in, in time, but 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 flush it and, and walk on out of it. That didn't have nothing to do with abortion, but it's pretty good. I like. I mean, listen to this tape myself. <laughs> <laughs> Angie gets on to me all the time. Cause I, when I when I preach or something, I I, I go. I, it's good stuff, so I listen to it. I listen to it. She said, "Why are you listening?" I said, "Cause I don't really know what I say." <laughs> all right, the racist God. We're gonna skip on down here uh, to that uh, page one hundred eight. 
that uh, about second or third paragraph from the bottom says, So it was poor children who were more adversely affected by child sacrifice than the rich. It was poor mothers who were more likely to offer up their children, and far more poor children than rich were placed on the altar. I looked this up. 57% of the abortions are women in their 20s, or in that age. 70% of, of, of I'm sorry, I said that wrong, 57% of women say they've had an abortion, which I don't know if that's, that's true. They say, you're saying 5 out of 10, that's a lot of people. All right. Out of that, 70% of the abortions are from from kids 17 to 19 years old. Seven, I can believe that. 70% of the total abortions are from 17 to 19 year olds. 12% of 17 to 19 year olds have had more than one. 6.6% of the abortions are by whites. This is what he's talking about, poor children. And this is why they say they're helping society, but they're not. 27% are black. 18% are Hispanic. Out of the total abortions, 49% of the abortions are from low-income people. I can believe all of that. It's all right. We I'm want sure them to do it. I think they have no way to take care of them. Mm-hmm. If they were to... yeah. Most women who... Ad- most women who have an abortion, identify as Christian. That can't be right either. You can't, you can't, you can't be one and do the other. I, I don't see it. Maybe in my mind, I, I, I can't see it. So I say you can't believe everything you do, but that's the statistics when you, when, when, when you call it up. But in a way, I mean, in today's time, you can somewhat believe that part because and Lord forgive me if I'm wrong for saying this, but you got so many that stand behind the pulpit that sugarcoat things and, and mislead people by their own interpretation of God's word instead mm-hmm. of the truth. That's right. I'm gonna get this last fact in, and we'll close down this chapter of abortion, and we'll pick up with the trans stuff. Um, on page one one oh nine, that second paragraph, it says, "So the modern practice of child sacrifice was likewise held for its beneficial benefit." beneficial effect on the public good. The killing of babies was said to benefit society not only in freeing women to pursue careers, but for holding the promise of breakthroughs in medicine and health. The further to enhance this public good and to increase their profit margin, the abortion industry engaged in the sale of baby parts harvested from murdered children. So I Google that, and that's so. They take these aborted feces and, and they're doing tests on the tissues and implanted in rats. Now, Trump, I don't know what's going on now with, with, since Mr. Biden took it, but Trump had stopped it, you know. Uh, so, not, not, you know, but clinics, clinics would buy these fetuses for drug research and all. But now I want you to say this about Trump. Whether he'll get reelected or not, I don't know. I leave all that in the Lord's hands. But this is what prophecy said about Trump even before he got elected that his presidency would be one to restore the court system. What happened years before, all these years, they had appointed liberal people that wouldn't, use, wouldn't rule by the law, they would rule by their political view, 
And they got all this stuff in called precedent. Not law, it's precedent. But the precedent said Roe v. Wade was... You know, every time a judge come up, they would say, are you going to honor the precedent that was set by the court? You know, not just Roe v. Wade, but all this. That's how they enacted all these laws is through the court system, see? And Trump's presidency, the prophet said that, that God put him there to transform the court system. If you look, he appointed more judges than any president in history has ever appointed in there. And thus, by his appointment to the Supreme Court, that's why now Roe Wade has been, has been overturned. And I thought that was interesting. All right. Y'all have a good week.